Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Well, hello, babe. It's me, Diana Jevia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Hopefully, by now, you're Bravo Bestie. Been doing this for over a year. I think we're on that level, you and me. How's it going? Uh, make sure you're giving me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Still not loving the new IG algorithm, but I have to say uh, this past week I made some really great friends on Instagram because I went to the Vanderpump Rules premiere taping, um, which I'm going to tell you about in a little bit. And I just did this crazy like recap. There's a trend on TikTok going around where you play this one song and it's like things people have said. And normally it's like rude things people have said to you as you're dancing around. But I thought I would turn it into things that happened at the Vanderpump Rules premiere. And I just showed off my best dance moves, which were not great. And everyone loved it. And it's like was shared like wildfire. So I love this community. Everyone was support- so supportive. I have some new friends in my DMs talking Bravo. So if that is you... Thank you so much. I'm so glad we are besties now. Um, Okay, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the Vanderpump Rules premiere taping. But first, um, I do have some breaking Bravo tea to spill, which like by the time you hear this tomorrow, it probably will not be breaking anymore. But uh, Shep Rose and his girlfriend Taylor, they have officially called it quits. Um, They've been dating for two years, I think, which I feel like is a world record for him. And honestly, I feel like at this point, if you are to like get approached by any man on Southern Charm, just run. None of these guys have a great track record. I think Craig is the most successful, which like not loving him currently, but can see that, you know, he had this successful relationship with Naomi for a few years and now he's with Paige Austin sucks. Shep now, like, you're what? I think he's 45 or something like that. He's in his 40s and he doesn't want to settle down. Well, then why are you? I'm getting ahead of myself. But here's the thing. Relationships are not easy and both parties need to discuss what they want. Right. And I think Shep always knew he didn't want to settle down. So what I think happened here is either they were not on the same page about that until it was too late or like Shep was convincing himself he wanted something he didn't in order to pick up a pretty girl. And listen, am I saying every single girl wants to run off and get married? No, that's not the case. I know there are people who do not want to get married, but I think he needs to be upfront about that. Like if that's not his goal in life to settle down, there's nothing wrong with that. But then you need to find someone who matches your idea of what you want in a relationship and just everyone in that class in that class in that cast has the same freaking problem look at Thomas Ravenel right although I feel isn't he married now or he had like a baby with someone else I don't remember but he had two kids with Catherine they never got married they were on and off we had Austin who I mentioned before he's just like the worst like hurting girls left and right He was with Madison for a little bit, but they were super toxic. Just, I don't know. So, again, the moral of the story is we don't date guys from Southern Charm. 
Whitney is the only one who seems somewhat promising. Like, he seems like he's grown. But I think that's also just because he is Pat as a mom. And I am not a Pat fan in any way, shape, or form. But I think she's, like, pressuring him not to do any of that. So I think maybe that's just why he's single. Like, he gets it, you know? But they are split up. Um, Let me read quotes from the article because they're super shady. They're not directly from Shep or Taylor, but... Um, they're from a source. Quote, Shep has a real issue with monogamy and he refused to quit, refused to commit to Taylor, telling her that he doesn't just want to be with one person and change his lifestyle, one source says. She's incredibly hurt, but she knows that she deserves a guy who will fight for her, not one who is so selfish as another. He'll regret this. He will regret this. Like, literal textbook example of, like, you will regret this when it's too late, but also at the same time, Taylor, girl, you dodged a bullet because... Leopards don't change their spots even when they do regret something. So uh, that's that. The other thing I wanted to talk about, which I think I'm doing a reel about this tonight. So if you're listening tomorrow, it might be out already. It's going to be out on TikTok. I take longer to put things on Instagram now just because the algorithm sucks. But shorts in Sandy's now open or they had their soft opening. I don't remember what it was like they had their grand opening party. Uh, I was not invited. That's okay. I guess. I don't know. Maybe my invite got lost in the mail. But uh, all the cast came up and showed their support. And Katie was there. Um, We know Schwartz, soon to be ex-wife, they filed for divorce. So um, divorce takes a while to finalize. But it's nice that she can go and, like, support him. It's clear that they just didn't work. You know what I mean? They realize they're better as friends. So it's nice that she can go support him. At the premiere, I saw they both were there, like, sitting at the same table. They were on opposite sides of the table. But, I mean, that doesn't really say too, too much. He was sitting next to Sandoval. She was sitting next to Ariana. So, like, maybe they just wanted to be sitting with their other friends. Who knows? But, yeah, Shorts and Sandy's up and running. Looks really good. Like, looks a lot better than what Tom Sandoval described it in his mission statement. Because remember when we heard that? And we were all like, I'm sorry, what? I actually have the mission statement in front of me. Schwartz and Sandy's is a funkadelic dive lounge where you check your worries at the door and escape reality. We hope to bridge the familiarity with your best night out with the deja vu of your future fantasy. And we all were like, what even does that mean? Like I said, thankfully, looks a lot better than that. It, It really looks like a cool, like, tropical Vegas like Tarantino movie lounge. I don't know. I'm, I'm digging it. I can't wait to check out Schwartz and Sandy's. Um, everyone looked great at the premiere. The neon sign looks awesome. Schwartz and Sandy's are the same size. So nobody was left out. It looks like, you know, Sandoval's sharing the wealth with this one. So once I make it over there, you know, since I wasn't invited, I will. I'm kidding. I'm just that's me, by the way. I hope you can tell I'm just sarcastic. I will definitely give you an update on that. But one place I did make it to was the premiere of the Vanderpump Rules season 10 taping. So I want to make this clear, like the season didn't premiere yet. Sorry, it was like the first episode, the taping of it. Um, It was at Sir, obviously. And I went with my friend Sarah And I parked myself in front of the DJ booth because I wanted to get in on the action. But when you're going to, like, be in a show, you need to realize 
Like, look at me, professional background work here. Not even close. Um, if you look like you want to be on TV and you're like actively seeking out the cameras and waving to them, they are not going to air you. Or they're going to find a way to cut you out as much as humanly possible. And that's what these two people next to me did. Three people maybe. They were, it's like, listen, I'm all about we're having a fun time. You're like seeing one of your favorite shows film. That's really freaking cool. But they were just oblivious. Like they, at one point when they were dancing, they were like flailing their arms around and knocked into me multiple times. And I was holding an espresso martini and, you know, martini glasses, like they, they're very rocky and it almost spilled everywhere and I was like guys you gotta watch out like I have a drink I don't want to spill and they were like guys you gotta watch out I have a drink I'm like okay whatever like if if I spill at this point it's on you I didn't say that to them but I'm thinking in my head I'm like that's where we're at right now so they were to the left of me and then to the right we had this like these girls who um it was someone's birthday and James was like yeah happy birthday happy birthday and she was dancing and at one point he's like Okay, you can go now. <laughs> like, she wouldn't leave the back of the DJ booth, which is kind of funny. James is really, here's the thing. He is not what he comes off on the show. He's really cool. Like, um, my friend Sarah, who I'm with, is very into electronic music. And he had his new songs playing, which whenever he spoke about his songs, he lit up. Like, there was one called, oh, my God. I think it was called World or something like that. Oh, I wish I remembered. And... It had a really cool, like, beat to it. So then I was just, like, trying to – I just be like, oh, James, like, you talk to someone like they're human. I was like, James, like, is this your new music? Like, are you going on tour? And he was like, oh, I'm actually opening up um, for a festival. I forgot what name it was, and I forgot what band – what band, what DJs. This is how out of touch I am. Like, I sound like a grandma. What band they was opening for at the swing concert? No. Um, he was opening for some DJ at a music festival in September – which is really cool. And then he starts playing his next song and he like looks at me and he's like, yeah, this one's called Jungle. And his stuff is really good. I am knocking my microphone everywhere. I'm so sorry. His stuff is really good. I think he's more talented than we give him credit for on Vanderpump Rules. And his music really is his whole life. Um, I think he's still sober. It looked like he was just drinking water. Like, good for him. I really think he's chosen this path. I like the problem is I want to root for James so hard every interaction I've had with him in real life is so lovely but then he gets on the show and does the meanest stuff so it's clear either a he still has a lot of healing to do or b he is doing this to like play out that villain role and we are falling for it like I hope it's the latter but we will see he is friendly with everyone currently on the show they all came over to him said hello with Sheena, Tom's, Katie, um, Ariana. The only person that avoided him from what I could see, and I don't know if they interacted beforehand, was Raquel. At one point, uh, Lisa and James were having a heart-to-heart. It was loud in there, so I don't know if I heard correctly. Please do not quote me. But I heard him say to Lisa, and that was the last time I called anyone names. And then in the middle of that conversation, Raquel walks over. So the DJ booth is to, if you're facing it, it's to the left of your bar. So literally, Raquel was facing the bar. She was like on the right of Lisa and James picking up drinks. And it didn't look like anything too crazy. But you know, like production's probably going to try and spin it like, oh, wait, no, she's coming. She's coming. You know, something like that. Who else? Um, I didn't get to chat with Katie 
at Tom's Ariana. I did yell a Yas Queen when Ariana was dancing, and she, like, noticed that. She's really cool. But um, we left early, Sarah and me, number one, because we're old and tired. And number two, at one point, this girl is, like, wasted. Like, she is out of touch wasted. And she literally goes up to the DJ booth and is just like, play dubstep. Like, this guy sucks. He's not playing dubstep. And James is trying to explain to her, like, we can't play any music that is licensed that's not his music because, like, obviously when you're filming something for TV, you have to go through clearances and get permission. You can't just play whatever you want. But I noticed, like, I have to say James handled it very well. Like, he was getting a little snippy, but, like, that's obviously understandable in this situation he's playing his music and someone's being incredibly rude he was like nah babe I don't expect you to understand business um he didn't like go off or get in anyone's face or anything at one point he kind of just paused and was like I need to take a break and call the producer over which I think is an improvement to what it could have been like I feel like if this was James two years ago under the influence of alcohol we would have had a situation on our hands But um, she was not getting the point. She was, you know, just harassing him, borderline harassment and everyone around us and like just being rude. And then that's when Sarah and I were like, the vibe is killed. Let's just go. We're we're done. So we called it quits a little early. But I want to say, like, I did post this on my story. When you're going to a TV taping, like, it's so exciting. Number one, I don't even know if this girl knew who James was, but that's besides the point. It's really exciting to see your favorite people and like you're in this environment there are cameras around but at the end of the day like cast members are cast members they're people they're not show ponies they don't have to do anything to us they don't owe us anything so just like be nice I don't know why more people don't understand the concept of be nice I don't get it it's really not that hard of a concept from what my understanding is um Last thing, I guess, maybe to talk about is Lisa. Like I said, she was there. Everyone cheered. It was kind of funny. At one point, James got up on the bar and was like dancing. And I've seen him do it before. He did it at See You Next Tuesday when I went back in 2019. And Lisa was like, nah, get down, get down. Like she went over and she like told him to get off the, it wasn't the bar. It was like the DJ booth. And like I kind of don't blame her because it's not the sturdiest DJ booth. It's a little table. He's got his turntables. And then there was like this thin piece of glass that you can wiggle back and forth. And he's like trying to rest his foot on that. So I totally empathize, empathize, empathize. Why can't I talk with Lisa in that moment? Like, oh my God, this guy's going to fall. But I really recommend if you ever get the chance to go to Sir and they are filming, it's an experience. Go check it out. The cast was really, really friendly. Everyone who was there, I had met at some point or another, so I wasn't really too heartbroken that I didn't get to talk with anyone who was sitting down at the table. Um, I just wanted to go. I was dancing, just trying to live in the moment, so hopefully the cameras came my way and act like I was minding my own business. I know I was right in front for the heart-to-heart with James and Lisa, so I feel like if that does make it on the show, you will see me. It literally might just be a piece of my red hair and it'll be like a Mike Wazowski moment like, mom, or no, not mom. He's like, I can't believe it. And he's covered like behind the barcode. And Sully's like, I'm sorry, buddy. And he's like, I 
was on the cover of a magazine. Like, that's going to be me. I was on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, I've been wanting to go to a taping ever since I moved here. Even before I moved here, I would go to Sir every single vacation that I would come to L.A., and hope they were filming or hope I would see someone and I have seen multiple people but this was really the first time they were filming and I would definitely do it again I feel like I'm kind of over going to Sur as a place of like let's go out to eat we're gonna go to Sur like that doesn't really happen as much as when I first moved here or before when I moved here but you know when they are filming it definitely is more of a novelty and kind of getting a behind the scenes look at everything and seeing just how many cameras there are and like watching takes of people walking in so one um person asked me if there are going to be any new cast members and from what i could see no i know there was some drama like this is all hearsay but there was some drama between the new cast members last season and there being like a toxic workplace and that's why it didn't make it to the show. I don't want to get into too much details, and this is all allegedly, but um, I did hear through the grapevine that toxic workplace fights are what contributed to new cast members not making it on the show, and it's just really sad because, I don't know, it wasn't like everyone deserves to be treated right. Why? How many times do I have to say that? And it just sucks. Like one person ruined it for everyone. Allegedly, from what I hear, I don't know if this is true. I am covering my ass and then some. We are granny pantying my ass right now. Wonderful envision for you. But yeah, so like especially after hearing that, if that is true, I don't know if they would bring new people on again. Lala was not present, but we do know she's back. Uh, I heard she was at Tom Tom beforehand, so maybe something happened and she couldn't make it out to Sir or she came later or something. We do know she was at the Schwartz and Sandys um, grand opening. Charlie, I did hear, is coming back. However, she wasn't there. And then I also heard she was on a red eye somewhere. So maybe that's why she wasn't filming. But I think this is going to be an interesting season. Um, I I think with the divorce and Lala's issues, of course, with Randall, I really think that's what bought the show another season. It's sad to say that because we don't like looking at people's real lives, real life tragedies as, oh, you just bought yourself another season of a show. Like it's really insensitive to frame it that way. But at the same time, like we have to face reality. And I truly think that's what's what happened in this situation. So, um, yeah, no premiere date just yet. I'm assuming maybe winter, maybe fall, depending how much editing can get their act together and when they stop filming. But I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Also, I didn't see Brock at Sir, which is probably kind of a good thing. I had no interest in him. But I did see him uh, at Shorts and Sandy's, like, on my phone. Because, again, I wasn't there. Oh, you know who was there who's literally always there virtually anytime I go to Sir and I feel like is probably the only person who actually works there? Peter, Peter, yeah, and he loves it. Like, everyone was coming up to him, taking pictures. Like, you could tell he really loves it, and he loves what he does. We know that him and Raquel have gone on dates. Like, I remember reading that she's kind of just dating right now, like, having a good time, nothing serious with him. So that's got to be interesting. And she also admitted she's nervous to film in front of James. James has his new girlfriend, who I think I heard him telling Lisa about in their heart to heart, which is funny because I'm sure he's told her about him. I'm sure he's told her 
about her before, sorry, has told her about the new girlfriend, has told Lisa. So I am almost positive that Heart to Heart was like a total reenactment because he's been going out with this girl for a while now. Like he literally moved on from Raquel 123, which guys tend to do. Um, so I think she's going to be filming. She was not there. But I know that tension between her and Raquel is going to be interesting. I like that we have single Raquel. And I like that we have single Lala because in the past, Raquel was kind of jealous of Lala and James was a factor in that. But I think now that James has moved on to someone entirely different and Raquel got herself out of that situation, I think this is the time for Lala and Raquel's friendship to flourish. So that's that's what I want to see. I want to see this season a Lala and Raquel friendship. I want to see a single ladies night on the town with Katie, Lala and Raquel. We love to see it happen. I do not want to see Brock and Sheena's wedding. I don't care about it. I do not want to see like Tom Sandoval telling shorts how to talk to girls. Like I feel like he could figure that out on his own. I do want to see Katie and Ariana's sandwich shop. I love a sandwich. I could go for one right now. It's dinner time. So yeah, on that note, I think I'm going to leave you. I hope I gave you some little tidbits you didn't know about the filming of the premiere episode of Vanderpump Rules season 10. Um, I'm happy I could share that with you. I really, like I said, I really enjoyed myself. Like, I just love being a Bravo fan. It's so much fun. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and TikTok if you're not already at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Stop by Believe's pages too. They're at Believe Lifestyle and Believe Network. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. Subscribe. Please rate and review my podcast. You have no idea how much it helps me. Um, So yeah, if you have a sec, please go ahead and do that. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.